Welcome to Rebecca Neal, the podcast, where I, Rebecca, your host, share thought-provoking episodes with you to help you take your life from where it is now to where you want it to be. I have a huge desire and passion to help people just like you get out of their own way and start living the life that they deserve. I'm here to help you feel empowered, educated, and inspired to get into massive action and create change in your life today. Join me weekly as I share insights into the online business world, social media, and many other motivational topics, and also interview some of the world's most incredible humans to help you become the best version of yourself. Hello and welcome back to Rebecca Neal, the podcast. Today's guest is Shani and Shani is a nutrition coach, speaker, blogger and vlogger, podcaster and mentor for thousands of women around the world. Shani started out as a registered nurse who specialized in anesthetics and quickly realized her health and happiness changed when she implemented certain modalities into her life and way of living. Her passion for health and business has led her to create two of the most impressive global movements around the world, one being her holistic wellness online community and the other being Babes in Business, where she empowers women who are just as passionate about creating an inspired career around helping others to create the business and income of their dreams. Her message revolves around living life aligned with our highest values to allow us to all be the best most inspired version of ourselves. Shani helps tens of thousands of people around the globe cultivate health, wealth, and abundance in a fun, holistic way. And this is why I want to have her on the show after an intro like that. Welcome to the show, Shani. Thanks, Beck. I'm so grateful to be here. Thanks for having me. Super exciting. So something I asked my guests just to kick the show off is how do you have your coffee and are you a coffee drinker? Okay. The answer to that is I am not a coffee drinker, (laughs) but I used to be, I actually have been coffee free for about seven years. Um, but prior to that, I used to be a total addict. I used to have about six shots a day (laughs) to get me through the day. And, um, yeah, one day I just woke up and was like, I need to not be so reliant on this. So here I am today, coffee free. (laughs) That's amazing. And this is why I love that question because it's so interesting, people's stories around coffee or not having coffee or how they have it with all the fancy things. I think I've heard your coffee story actually at one of your, um, one of the events you were speaking at. So let's dive in and talk about what got you to where you are today, because you are definitely a wealth of knowledge and someone very successful. So what's your bigger picture, vision, mission, why behind all the things that you do? Yeah, look, I, well, I used to be a registered nurse. And so what I loved about that was helping people. And that's why I got into that profession because I was really excited about helping people up-level their health in some way. So I, um, I specialize in anesthetics and loved that job. I used to work in theater all day, every day, and, um, and used to be the person who helped people go to sleep for their operation. But I never got to see what happened to them afterwards. Like I was just there for the procedure. And I was always really curious, like, oh, I wonder what that guy ended up doing, or I wonder how that kid was, or I wonder how this woman has survived and, you know, like gotten through her health challenge. And I just realized I really wanted to learn about 
how I could help people through the process. And so I studied how to be a nutritional health coach, loved it, got into that space, was doing it more as a hobby. And I think my career has evolved over time. Like initially it was just to do like a little side hustle, like to have a little bit of side money coming in, doing something I loved. And then when I got into the company that I'm with, um, I realized how passionate I am about helping women in particular break free from financial stress and, um, you know, I guess helping people unlock financial flexibility in business. Like all of a sudden I got really passionate about business. I learned that 45% of people don't have a savings or an emergency fund or 58% of people don't have more than $1,000 in savings. So when I read the studies about not only the scary statistics of health and the way that they were going, but then the studies around how one in two marriages end because of financial stress. And it's the number one reason why we're in the doctor's office because we're so sick, because we're so stressed. I was like, holy moly, I have a gift here where I can not only offer health, but I can also offer wealth. And I just, yeah, my mission started there. That's amazing. And I love that too, how you said it's just evolved over time because I know for me, I always joke I'm a 12-year overnight success. <laughs> like it started in, you know, fitness and then it moved into life coaching, health coaching, and it just evolves. And that I think is the beautiful part of a journey and hearing someone's story because too often we compare our beginning to other people's ends or like middle points, right? So it's really cool to hear that. So obviously um, you're in network marketing and I want to share a little bit more on that today because it's definitely evolved since we connected five years ago or so in the network marketing space and it's something I'm very passionate about helping my clients with now. Were you always passionate about creating that online business then or going into network marketing or where did the network marketing start for you? Yeah, so, well, I started my side gig as a health coach and never in a million years thought that I would end up being a professional network marketer. Um, And I knew some people who had been in the industry. I knew some people who had quote-unquote failed and I know some people who had done really well, but it just wasn't for me. Yeah, And that's just the way it was. And so I started the whole health coaching thing. And my chiropractor at the time... um, was sharing the product with me because I was about to go to Africa to do a mission trip for a month and he was like look you're going to have no nutrition over there like make sure you take this so I took the product because I actually thought the product made sense but never in a million years was I ever going to implement it into my health coaching practice anyway I got back from Africa I had had next level health results and I wasn't even unhealthy like I, I was pretty healthy at the time but I noticed how much more energy I had and my skin was great. And I just thought, okay, well, I don't want to do this business, but I do want to share this with my clients because everyone deserves this level of health. Anyway, here we are five and a half years later. (laughs) I ended up implementing. So then the online space Shani, can be overwhelming, right? I know I'm in social media, you're in in social media, and a lot of people feel they need to be a salesperson, especially when it comes to having a business online and being able to sell on socials. And I know and love how you talk about selling online without selling your soul. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Let's dive into that. Mm, I So 
like I said, I was never going to implement network marketing into my business. It was never an option for me. It was just a flat out no. And one of the main reasons why was because I had seen other people do it in a way that I just thought was really cringy. Mm. So I saw people just like selling hard, um, which by the way, there's nothing wrong with selling. I, I think the art of sales is an incredible skill and I have nothing wrong with sales. I am in sales like, and I'm a professional person in the sales world. But the way that certain people were doing it just didn't really align with how I wanted to do business. So that's why it was a flat out no for me. So when I said yes to this business, finally, after saying no for so long, I sort of said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it my way. And I I coined it, I want to do business soulfully. Like I want to use my soul, my heart. I don't want to come across as someone who's just trying to make a quick buck. Or I really want to do this because I want to be in service to others. And so that's my biggest mission right now. Like I I teach my team how to do this business with integrity and do it from a place of abundance rather than scarcity. And my gosh, it just totally changes the game because the energy that you're sort of emulating is so attractive that people just want what you've got. Yeah, I love that. So if someone is looking or they've got a product or they're looking to grow their team on social media, what are some of the things and ways to do it more with integrity and not be that pushy salesy kind of person? Mm. Number one is show up, don't show off. So my thing on social media is how can I show up and add value today? How can I teach someone something new? How can I empower them, inspire them? motivate them what can I give for free something that they would have to pay for somewhere else how can I be that person that people go hey do you follow that chick Shani she just gives so much value all the time like you don't even have to like go pay her for it like she just gives it out for free like free lollies you know so I'm all about showing up rather than showing off and I think on social media it can get very competitive out there I mean it's saturated with business right but what I see a lot of is a lot of people showing off. So it's like, I've got this, check out my car, look at my house, look at my designer bag, look at the life that I live. And it's like, that's great that you've created that for yourself. Congratulations, you deserve it. But where's the value? No one's adding value up there. So if you really want to stick out and have a point of difference online, just show up and and just give value like you've never given it before and exceed people's expectations. Yeah, I love that. I love what you say. Don't show, so show up, don't show off. It's it's mm. so cool. I love that. It's very simple. But you're right. So many people are online. I was speaking about this only just the end of last year, how one of my missions, and I do anyway, but it's to speak more truth into the space because I'm so sick of seeing people live a certain way offline to how they live online. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to contribute to that anymore in any sense. Not that I was in a large scale, but sometimes, you know, we all get caught up in that and sharing a bit too much of the highlight reel. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I really love how you share that because I think most people can relate to relatable people and that's who they want to hang out with. They want to learn, they want value like you shared. And that's really, really cool and important. So that's a good tip. Thank you for that. So what about if someone is 
looking to start out in network marketing or they want to build a home-based side income, where does someone start? Like what is something, do you look for a certain company um, and what are some tips in actually creating the business? Yeah, I wish I knew the answer to this when I first started. Now, you know, knowing what I know, (laughs) but you know what, I just struck, I struck gold. So I didn't know this when I first started, but I was lucky enough to have all these boxes ticked. First of all, knowing what I know now, I think it's really important to align yourself with a legacy company. There's not many out there. So there are a lot of network marketing companies that have been around for two, three, five years. And sadly, 0.00001% of network marketing companies that start ever make it. So that means that 99.9999999% of network marketing companies that start won't make it within the first five to 10 years. So when I joined the company that I'm with, I had no idea about this, but I was lucky enough to join a company that had been around for 50 years this year. Wow. So that's a legacy company. That's a company that it's paid its distributors for 50 years and it will continue to pay its distributors for 50 years. It's company owned and the CEO and founder of the company is still the CEO and the founder of the company today. So I think that's very important. There are a lot of pop and drops happening around at the moment. I see them all the time, this new shiny thing. They've got great branding. It's like, wow, that's so attractive. Three, four years later, they've either disappeared or their product has been recalled or they're not paying their distributors. So I think that's number one. Secondly, I would really do your research to see, you know, what team you're joining. Um, Again, I had no idea when I started. Um, My upline was my chiropractor and I love him. I trusted him. Um, And so I joined him because I thought he was a great guy. But, you know, if I was to go back in time and and if I knew what I knew now, I'd definitely research and I'd choose him again anyway. (laughs) But... (laughs) check out who you're joining, like ask more about the team, you know, like what are they, what are their values? What are their ethos? Um, How do the rest of the other people in that team show up online? Is that something you want to be aligned with? I think that's important as well. And thirdly, you've got to love the product. Yeah. You can't join a network marketing company and be fake about the product. You have to love it. And again, like I joined my company because I was using the product for a while and I organically wanted to share it with people. But if you're with a company in particular, you know, that has a product that's not going to be around in 10 years, I definitely think twice about that. Like think about, you know, is your product something that's going to be around forever? And I think that's why, you know, my company is still around because it's a, it's a product that will be around forever and ever, but there are a lot of companies out there that are just like really hot right now but just ask yourself is this going to be hot when I'm 90 and still doing this so they're probably my top three amazing I love that and I can totally relate and I think we've even had this conversation potentially before about looking into who you're joining and who it is that you're becoming a part of and what the values are so that's a really valuable tip there because you know people do things differently even though it's the same company And then the product, I still take the product from the company that I was a part of. And so it's, I think that's really cool. And it says a lot that, you know, I really did value the product and did want to continue using it. It wasn't just about being part of a business that makes money. So great there. 
What about dealing with, and I know I work with my clients on this, like the naysayers or those who judge or think it's not a real business, or I don't know if you come across this personally anymore or at all, or if your team does, what do you teach people and how do you sort of work around those? Oh my God, this is like a regular thing. (laughs) Even, Even though now, you know, it's been five and a half years and you know, people can see what I've created, they'll still say whatever they want to say. And, you know, that's their journey. I actually do this thing called Soul Sessions. Every Monday I go live on my Instagram and I spoke about this topic in episode number one, actually. So for me, um, I, I still get it. I mean, I was cruising on YouTube the other day back and I don't even know what I was searching. I was searching for a video that I had posted, but I couldn't find it in my own YouTube library. So I was like, I'm just going to post, like, I'm just going to search the name. And then a video came up of this girl who had created a one hour YouTube vlog about how horrible I am. <laughs> Yourself? Oh, no. Oh, I was like, oh, what's this? I've, I've never watched this video. I start watching and I'm like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> this is awkward. So, you know, that, that video was put up a month ago. So, there are still naysayers. It's so, but it's so necessary. Like, you know, I watched it and I kind of giggled and I was like, oh, I can't believe this girl gave me an hour of her energy. Yeah, that's it. But you kind of need to have that as fuel to your fire. You know, my personality is like, if you tell me I can't do something or you, um, you know, like I'm very protective. So like if you hurt my friends or you touch my team or you like, <laughs> you know, you say something about the work that we do, then like, I'm going to fight for that. Cause I, you know, I know my values. I know my mission. I know my purpose on this earth and there's nothing no one can do or say that can stop or, un- or shake me. I'm unshakable. So my advice to people is grow your belief in you, grow your belief in what you're doing. It's very important because the Shani five years ago, if I would have come across that video, I totally would have melted down. But I think the work that I've done over the last five years, personally, professionally, the coaches and the mentors that I've had that really helped me have that unshakable mindset um, has made me realize the the duality in naysayers, like how beautiful it is to have someone who kind of challenges you Mm -hmm. because then that makes you stand up for what you want. And it also makes you really clear on who you are as a person. And it just really like cements your values. It's so important to have people who don't agree with what you do. You're always going to have it. You'd be delusional to say, you know, that everyone's going to love what you do. That's just, you know, a little bit silly. Yeah, that's really powerful. I think it's it's remembering why you're doing what you're doing, right? It's that mission. Like you said, you're here, you know, this is your greatest vision and purpose. And so connecting to that and then investing, I guess, in upskilling or personal development and growth and really evolving as a person. And I know for sure I can agree when I was in network marketing, I definitely grew so much as a person, not just in a business sense. Like I really learned a lot about myself, which is really cool. So being a leader and creating a team inside of network marketing, people really fear this part from my understanding because they don't always believe they have what it takes or the skills. How do you work with your team on creating leaders or helping them enable others to build underneath them? Mm. This is such a good question. And, you know, I think initially like in the first, I'm going to say the first three and a half years of 
being in network marketing, I didn't realize how important being a leader of leaders was and how much it was going to influence my growth, both financially and, you know, personally, spiritually, mentally. It's a really tough gig. Like leadership is hard, um, but it's how you react, right? So the first three and a half years of business for me was I was very selfish. It was about me. And that's very natural. And I think that most people join this industry and it's about them to begin with. They want to like create the success. They want to reach all the ranks. They want an income. They want to have the flexibility. They want to leave their job. They want to provide for their family. That's so normal. And that was me. And then I got to a point in my business where I was like, right, well, this isn't fun anymore because I'm winning all the time and I want my, my team to win too. Like it's something like, it's like a switch flicked for me overnight And all of a sudden it became about their dreams and their goals and their job that they were leaving and their family that they were providing for and their time freedom that they were creating. It wasn't about mine anymore. So uh, I really went to town on this area of my business. I think um, it's definitely what's helped me grow in, in particular in the last year because of what happened in 2020 you know, I really needed to step up as a leader in a way that I never have before. I needed confidence and conviction. I needed to lead a team when there was uncertainty. I needed to show up for everyone when it could have been easy to just like dig my head in the sand. So I think leadership is scary and I'm still learning today. Um, Every day is a school day for me, Um, but I'm so committed to being a leader of leaders and really raising up not only the profession but raising up women and men all around the world to live a higher standard and that's fun like yes it's hard but it's so much fun to help people achieve that so I really think that you know if you're stagnant in in business in general not just network marketing but in any business if you're not moving the needle have a look at what your leadership skills are like you know where would you rate yourself on a scale of zero to ten um, and some of my favorite mentors in this space are people like uh, Pete Vargas, um, also John Maxwell. Love John Maxwell. Any book of his will help you propel. Yeah, he's amazing. He's got some great books for sure. And that's what it is. It's about committing to learning and evolving in that area that you are potentially fearful of or not so great at because we're not all born in with all these skills and talents, right? Mm. Do you believe, and I know that you said earlier on just before you do, um, we were talking offline about doing some visualization, you know, as part of your routines and things like that. So do you think having a vision board or a mission statement helps people really create themselves in the business that they're looking for? Oh, my gosh. I think it is so important. Um, And my whole leadership training revolves around mission and vision. And I think, you know, Simon Sinek wrote this really incredible book called Start With Why, and it's one of my number one books that I recommend to people who in particular, want to make their network marketing business their full-time thing. Like they want to earn an above average income from this. You need to have that, that why, that, that core mission that like really moves you. So totally, I've got a mission statement. I know we've coached with um, the same people that really helped us construct that and put that together. Um, 
vision boards are great, but I'm not a fan of vision boards where people just stare at them and hope they manifest it. Like we can get to action. Like I like to call them action boards. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to put pictures up on my vision board and I'm going to write underneath that what it's going to take for me to actually achieve that goal. So, um, yeah, it, a leader without vision is just leading, you know, people with a blindfold on. You really need to be so clear on where you're going and who you're helping and why. And and I personally think it's really important to give back um, in some way, shape or form. Even if, you know, you can't physically afford to like go and, you know, invest thousands of dollars into a non-for-profit or something like that, I think it's important to have a cause behind your mission um, because it's it's something that, you know, it's a way to give back. Universal law states that it always comes back to you, but you're helping other people who are, less likely to create success than you by, you know, spotlighting a not-for-profit or giving back to them and involving your team. I think it's really important. Yeah, I've seen you do a bit of that um, where you guys do some charity stuff like with promotions and different things, which is really cool. Because I think when, and I always say this to my clients, when your why is bigger than yourself, it's easier to be motivated and it's easier to achieve because most people do things for other people more so than they do for themselves. And so it's a really powerful driver in business. I would agree for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So success, I believe, always leaves clues. So, you know, you're a successful woman. What some of the daily non-negotiables that you live by? I know you've done 75 hard, which is really cool. Um, do you follow routines? I'm sure you have healthy habits and self-care practices. Can you share some of those with us? Totally. Well, I'm currently doing a Joe Dispenza. I don't know if anyone knows him, but he's my absolute favorite human on the planet. I'm doing one of his um, online courses. And I've also just finished reading his book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, for the second time. Um, which has an 80-minute meditation program in it. So that's part of my morning routine right now. Um, a couple of years ago when I did it, I like the most mystical, amazing opportunities showed up in my life. And then I sort of like lost track and I started doing the 25-minute one instead because I was, you know, short for time. But I'm at a point in my life right now where I really want to create some huge success and momentum in my in my team this year so I decided to go back to the drawing board so I'm doing the 80 minute meditation every morning um and then I'm currently doing 75 hard phase one so I'm exercising in the morning um and some of my I do something different every week so like um I go and get adjusted by my chiropractor um I'm really big into self-care so like it's either a massage or it's a facial and a microdermabrasion or it's something like that every week I book in something for me um I love to moon track as well I I teach people how to track the moon and, and the different ebbs and flows and really um use that to cultivate abundance into their life so I personally do my journaling and moon tracking in the mornings and then I usually get started with work around 9 a.m um and you know I work all the way through to about five and then in the afternoon I go and um go earthing I go walk my dog on the beach make sure I'm tech free so I don't take my phone with me when I do that then Maddie and I my husband will connect at night and we'll have a good dinner and connect and chat and then um I'm either just chilling out at night time and I've got my red um, blue light blocker glasses on. I try and cut out the blue light out of my 
um, my home. So I've got lots of rock salt lamps on and no blue lights and my computer screen is red. My TV is red. <laughs> it's red. It looks like a brothel, but it's, <laughs> it's for my health. Um, and yeah, I try to be asleep by 10 p.m. and up at five again. Yeah, amazing. That's a quick little insight to your life there. And I love that. So you can have a red screen on the TV nowadays. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's just in your settings. You just change wow. it. That's yeah. awesome. That's really cool. So are you reading anything? What's currently in your ears or beside your bed uh, side table? Well, I literally just finished reading Jory Dispenza's one that I just mentioned, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, this morning. Um, and I am also reading um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which is a book that was written in the 1930s. And I've never picked it up because I was like, that's an old book. Like, why would I want to read that? But oh my God, don't let the date of that book stop you from reading it. It's absolutely amazing. Have you read it? Yeah. It's an Oh my gosh. It's the one book I never read because I was like, I just judged it. I judged a book by its cover back. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's like an old favorite. It's so good. I give all my clients that book. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. And so um, that, and in my ears is Clubhouse right now. I'm so yeah. obsessed with Clubhouse. Really? You have to share a little insight to that. It's such a new thing. What's going on on Clubhouse? Oh my gosh, we just recorded a podcast on it because everyone asks the same thing. Yeah. Clubhouse is this new app that's just being released. Um, it's in beta testing mode right now. But um, it's essentially like radio uh, but and you get to join like different rooms that are talking about different topics. But what it's so great, the reason it's so great is because nothing's being recorded, so it's all live. And you get the opportunity to put your hand up to speak or ask a question to the person who is, you know, hosting the room. So I've been in rooms with people like Grant Cardone, um, some incredible uh, people in my profession, um, people who, you know, multi-million dollar earners, eight-figure earners. Um, I was in a room the other day with one of the top speak coaches in the whole wide world. He was hosting a room and I got to ask a question and directly talk to him. So it was amazing. It, I'm on it every single day and I've been hosting my own rooms as well. So I'm a little bit obsessed right now. That's awesome. So how do you see that fitting into business? Do you think it's like another social avenue or is it more just about learning and evolving personally? It, I think it has like different different things about it that are great. First of all, it's a great place to go and learn and be connected with people that you know are experts in their different niches and are great at what they do. So you get to learn from them. You get to ask them questions directly. They answer you back. Um, but it's also a great networking tool. So I've met incredible people on the app who I've now connected with on Instagram and just just making connections. It's, I think it's the new way of, um, of networking, networking these days with um, everything that's happened in 2020, seeing as we can't gather in large groups and things like that. This is great because the way that you connect on Clubhouse, which is that concept that I mentioned before, you can't sell on Clubhouse. There's no selling. Awesome. It's just about value. So you either show up and if you try and show off, no one tries, no no one wants to know a bar of you because it's just not the platform for that. And that's cool because then you can, if they are interested genuinely, they can pop on over to your other social channels, which is really cool. Yeah. So is there anything else that you'd love to leave us with today that we haven't covered? I think, you know, for anyone who is potentially looking at the network marketing industry 
and maybe you're unsure. Like, I mean, I know how you feel because I felt the same way. I actually said no for a very long time because I just had a few like things, you know, niggly things. I was like, I don't want to sell and I'm an introvert. So I don't think I'll be great at this. I'm not like that person who can be extroverted and talk to heaps of people. Um, I also didn't want to be like one of those annoying people online, you know. So I had a lot of barriers and I had a lot of, I guess, things holding me back. So I get it. If there's someone, you know, listening to this and they may be listening to this to contemplate if it's the right profession for them. I think for me, um, what I had to do was I just had to get all my questions answered. And if there was something that didn't align with me, I just had to figure out a way that it would align with my values. Like, Like I said, like, I want, I entered this profession wanting to do it my own way. And I think as well, one of the main things about this profession is you're either ready for it or you're not. And, you know, it, it changed, it's changed my life. It's saved me and it could potentially change the trajectory of your life if you were to join this profession. Um, and when you learn about it, you can't unhear what you hear. Like, obviously you hear about this business model that's very different. You hear about people who have created massive success with it. You hear about, you know, it being very intelligent way to work. It's a way to create residual income or even just like a little bit of a side income. And I think you're either ready for it or you're not. If you're not ready for that type of abundance and success, like that's your journey. But if you're ready for it, if you're, if you've been searching for something or you're really wanting to look for something where you feel purposeful or fulfilled or, I guess just like a part of a community because that's what it really is. Definitely look into it. I mean, it's it's kind of like I, it's not so much a secret because everyone's sharing about it, like how it works, and you know everyone has access to it. But it's kind of like when you're listening to someone, it might be someone that you're learning about the products from or the business. Just listen carefully about what they're uncovering for you. The reason they're sharing it with you is because they obviously see something in you and it can be such a gift if you truly just go all in and throw everything you've got at it. So I think that would be my last little bit of advice if you're looking at the profession. Just definitely do your research like I mentioned. Um, Go in with the intention to serve, not to just, you know, create a quick buck. And, um, yeah, just go all in and throw everything you've got at it. This business doesn't work if you don't work. Yeah, that's so good. And so if people want to learn more or get some great value from you, where can they hang out with you online? I think the best place would probably be my Instagram because then you you get linked to all of my platforms from the link in my bio there. So my Instagram is at Shani Pete. <laughs> Yay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. And it's been amazing having all your wisdom and your little tips for everybody. So thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me, Bay. I had so much fun chatting with you. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode with Shani. It would mean the absolute world for me if you took a screenshot, popped it up in your stories and shared it with your audience. And be sure to tag me as well. I at I am Rebecca Neal or Rebecca Neal the podcast so that I can too share it on my stories. And if you're new around here, welcome. I'm so grateful for you to be tuning in. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and I look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram in the DMs.